Welcome to Overtime on Inferno, your weekly roundup of all the biggest stories in CSGO. Quicker than device could come back, make an impact, and then lose. Uh, quick reminder, written recently in the episode, it really helps us. I'm Logan. This is a- Easy-esque. I almost said Elliot-esque. That would have just been... People, people have tried to make you change to that. Easy-esque um, is too iconic. Yeah. Parody account. <laughs> yeah. I've had to change my picture as well. It's very sad. Well, so said it's uh, a picture of me and Dickel. New social media writer for uh, for TLDR. Very um, cute boy. We got a quick show for you today. Uh, not much has happened in the last week. Actually, a lot of small things have happened. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so we're gonna we're gonna, quick show today. Next week we will. I think we're gonna try and upload early on Wednesday, um, because of blast. Blast starts on the 14th, which is the Wednesday. So we're going to record on Tuesday, I think, because I also have to go in business. So next week's going to be its own fucked thing, but we're going to talk we're, about Blast also, next week. We're really trying to get somebody in to talk about impact. Yeah, we are. That is an active delay. Thing. But there's been a slight delay because um, the person who, who we know who, who's willing to talk to us, um, we have to go via um, EFG, ESL, and Facebook group. Um, so it's taking a little longer than we thought, but they're yeah. they're, they're interested. So yeah, d- don't think that we we didn't we forgot about that because we no. we did not forget about that. There's also other news with that with that's coming to Cato, but we'll talk about that when we talk about the other stuff. We'll talk about it all together. All right, let's start CCT North Europe Series, the worst, second worst named event. Um, you and I had a quick conversation before this about how Europe geography North Europe isn't. Yeah, complicated. Europe is a weird shape, and if you try and like split it into south, north, west, east, it doesn't quite work. Like, Eastern Europe, I think, is is reasonable, but then yeah. you'll get countries who are like, "Oh no, we're not Eastern Europe; we're Central Europe." It's like, so you're not though. But you're it's obviously... okay. It's better than blast naming. So yeah, <laughs> like, right. what's North Europe? Like, what are we counting as North Europe? Because to me, it's North Europe would just be Scandinavia. It's Scandinavia, the UK, depending on the day, and yeah, Denmark. Well, that's I, the thing. Like, if you're not it, doing it, an Eastern Europe, let me. Uh, if you're not doing a Western Europe, then UK counts. Let me. Let me. But that. like the, the south of England is in line with like North France. So how can you be from Portsmouth? And be Northern Europe, but be from the north of France and be central with somewhere else. Like, <laughs> why is it, why is the UK not Western Europe? Why is that only North and Central? That makes no sense. Yeah, there's North, Central, and Eastern and Southern, but no Western. So what's Spain? Yes. What's Portugal? God, yeah, that doesn't make any sense either. <laughs> it's not a Southern like, one. Like, tell you're telling me that Portugal, the most Western country in Europe is Central Europe. I think one off the top of my head is probably the most southern as well. Is it at least close to the most southern? Yeah. Okay. Geography aside, we're only talking about CCT North Europe for one reason, one reason only. Because normally Astralis we would give lost. Yeah, Astralis lost. We normally give zero shits about tournaments like this. We we use this filler, but today yeah. today is we, a day we, to... we have so many cares that we can give. <laughs> like this, I have a very limited number of fucks. And I like to I like to give them to ones that really matter. Yeah. Tournaments, sorry. I like to give them to yeah. tournaments that really matter. Um the CCTs <laughs> generally look, not on there. I might watch them if I've got nothing else to do, but I don't really we don't care. care. But 
when Astralis lives. I did kind of care this time. Yeah, so let's talk about what happened, all right? So there was like a million teams here. There are 24 teams. The bottom 16 were all teams that had to fight to get into playoffs to then play against eight teams that were invited in the playoffs. So the invited teams were teams you may know of, like Ents, Saw, Game Religion, Sprout, Astralis, Heat, Movistar, OG. Teams you know. So the, the rest of the teams were not teams that you don't know. I mean, endpoints. I would say players. the nicest thing you can say about those teams is that you know who they are. Yeah. Well, uh, some of the some of the teams that made it through the the group play, you know who they are. Tricked, uh, currently houses former Astralis opera Lucky, Forza, who we literally just talked about last week with Jerry. 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 Uh, <laughs> Havu, which is the former Ents minus Alu minus Lexi B. Um, Endpoint, which at one point housed Kirby recently supposedly um yeah weird team <laughs> weird team uh ago which is six man lineup of polish uh six man lineup from poland so there were teams that you know there were a couple you didn't really know like into the breach unless you've been listening to our us talk about dragon but not the point basically even, even then like he probably wasn't you know who dragon is but you don't know <laughs> anyone else on that team yeah so basically all of the invited teams should win and for the first round, that was not totally wrong. I mean, most of the invited teams won. Um, but the problem was when we got to the second round, when Astralis lost 2-0 to Heat. And let yeah. me be clear, not only did they lose 2-0 to Heat, Device was playing. Device played against into the uh, against Tricked. Device put a 1.66 rating up for that game. Look, <laughs> I would like to apologize to Astralis because... When I asked why Device wasn't playing, and we all thought maybe he's not ready, he's not ready. We had all these ideas, and I was like, it doesn't make any sense not to play him. Mm-hmm. But finally, I understand because they're just dog shit with him, and they didn't want like they didn't want. It's more embarrassing to lose with Device playing than when he's not. At least when he wasn't playing, you had an excuse. Now there's no excuse. So yeah. like, <laughs> I guess that makes sense. So the problem, I'm I'm gonna say this. I know we all know this is true, but I'm going to state it out loud. The problem is not device. No, the problem let's is... Be, let's be very clear here. The problem is not device. Device has come back from a full year hiatus and absolutely shit on both these teams. Device. Singularly. Blame yeah. F has a high rating, but as we all know, it's inflated because of baiting. Um, it's not even that he, <laughs> he just... It's not even that he bait. I wouldn't mind so much if Blame F actually just baited. It's garbage it's yeah he, he yeah he, he he has garbage minutes he gets points when they don't matter I, you know it's like uh, he he gets like the two closing kills and the round's already over or he gets exit frags or he, he's backstabbing on a hit that doesn't work yeah and it's like you are mechanically one of the best players in the world Imagine i don't mind just... so much if you want to bait that makes perfect sense. What I don't like is when he stands on the other side of the fucking map doing nothing because the rest of his team consistently like is getting picked off. Like at some point you have to realize what you're doing isn't working. I don't yeah. know, man. He annoys me. Yeah, blame F obviously uh is a is a problem that is not seen on a stat sheet. Um we we've talked about the eye test before it ad nauseum um and yeah. the eye test is true for the blame f uh, he fails the eye test but he passes the stat test i'm I'm sure there's more advanced stats that somebody has oh, to prove yeah. a point that we want to make 
but that would require us to look at advanced statistics and that's too yeah that, that's too many fucks about this tournament that we're I, I, so. I like i like looking at advanced statistics i'm just not smart enough to make them we just get we gotta get harry on this we'll get harry to prove that blame f is just just a stat uh, he's, he he loves blame f unfortunately i know we get we gotta find a, a non-blame f loving harry yeah okay if any of you out there know someone who will do we this need, for us we need, a, we need a stats nerd with a point to prove <laughs> um but Mister didn't perform well, which nobody could have guessed. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I, I'll be honest, I completely forgot he was even on. Yeah, this so this is the problem, right? Zip, Glaive, and Mister are not great players. Um, yeah, I, I genuinely forgot Mister was playing. I, I really thought they had a fifth, but having yeah. thought about it now, I don't know who I thought that fifth was. <laughs> I mean, here, here's the thing, right? Glaive, Glaive gets a pass for the most part. Because he'll yeah, he'll like, hover around the one, but he does IGL and and, and like, he's he's not long had a kid either. Yeah, Glade Gle- gets pretty, a pass. It's pretty difficult. Zip is just washed at this point. Like we we've said that for a year, but it still is the case. Zip was like he was never really that good. He was just on a team that was constantly winning, so it looked better. Like <coughs> winning a clutch means more when your team wins off the back of it. And they won more games than everyone else, so it looked like his clutches were more impactful. He he was never actually that insane. Like yeah. the the guy who is the best support player in the world is nearly always judged by like, people will just say it's the support player on the best team in the world. If you ask somebody now who the best support player in the world, they're like, oh, I don't know, like Perfecto or something. Yeah, because he's on the best team in the world. Like <laughs> it's, I don't know. It, it's it's always been kind of like, he's never actually been that insane. Like he's always been this player. It's just those 0.8s become 1.0s when your team wins. Yeah. Um M- Mr. gets a pass as well, by the way. If you were if you were counting passes, he he's an academy kid. He shouldn't be playing. Yeah. Like, he shouldn't be on this team. But he shouldn't be on this fault. team. This, this is not his fault that he's on this team. Yeah. yeah. Um, he, he shouldn't be here, but that's not his fault. They they should be getting a fifth player. Yeah. But the thing is is like Go through the list. I don't think any fifth player that they'll reasonably get helps them. In like without no. without switching a major ideal of how this team is constructed. Unless you're gonna yeah. force Blame F to be in that the star rifle role and you're gonna get a real entry and you're gonna tell Zip to start lurking or something. Like, unless you completely switch how the roles of the team work, it won't work. <laughs> yep. They've got too many passive players, but <coughs> not enough aggressive players. Yep. To my, I mean, very, that's the thing. They uh, just, they very, just, they took yeah. out one of the most aggressive players in Counter Strike for reasonable reasons in and outside the, in server. Out the server for very reasonable reason. But they replaced him with historically one of the most passive offers. Yep, Device made his name by being a passive offer. He basically but, invented being boring. Yeah, like he he his the system that he was that Astralis had was device. You're going to hold a corner, and you're going to be really fucking good at it. But you're yeah. going to hold a corner. Yeah, and like that's fine. That's what Blame F does as well. But Blame is passive. Device is passive, and no one else on this team fucking matters. Yeah, <laughs> Blame's very aggressive. He's just not very good anymore. It doesn't matter. So, it, pick someone yeah. up aggressive. You know who would be a even great then, fit for this team? Config. You know who they yeah. won't sign? Config. Well, the thing is, I think even if you sign an aggressive player now, you're just going to hang them out to dry because oh, everyone yeah. else is going to not be asked. So, like, they'll make a play and it just 
Blame F will be like a hundred meters away, hiding in a corner somewhere. Device will be holding like mid from spawn, and then what? And then you're like you're relying on Zitnix or Glaive to trade them. And we both know, and we all know that's not going to happen. Like this team just structurally doesn't seem to make sense to me. But then I am an I am but a moron. So maybe Glaive can make it. Like if there's any in-game leader who can make it work, it's probably Glaive. But we've yeah. already like. Okay, it's one event in. It's like four maps, but there's already some cracks appearing when like device is dropping nukes and they're still losing. Yeah, that's again. Device is not the problem. Let's make this very clear. Anyone who thought device was going to come back rusty was going to look like shit. They, they were wrong. Device looked great wow. so far. So far, device looked great. It was against heat and tricked, but yes. Device, hey, if you're gonna come back and yeah, shit on tier than lucky, two, but we already knew that. If you're gonna shit on tier two players, then you yeah. need to that, shit that, on. Yeah, tier but two I mean, it's definitely it's definitely a good sign that he has just hit the ground like smashing people. But like, yeah. <clears throat> I'd wait until he actually plays against Simple or something before I'm ready to say he's back. Yeah. So if you cared about this tournament, <laughs> if you gave any more fucks than we do, uh, Ents won. They they won two over Habu, who made a really nice uh, run against OG Forza and Heat. They kind of got a little bit of a nice not having to play Astralis or Movistar uh, kind of bit after the first. Um, yeah, that that's it for this tournament. It's yeah, it's whatever. Um, okay, now onto actual important news. We have three different player coach situations that we need to talk about. Um, first is the smallest of them all. Config, recently mentioned, will be standing in for Heroic at the Blast World Final for Stown. Yeah. Um, apparently, this was a known thing that Stown was not going to be playing in the Premier World Final, V2 Final Final, um, because of just needing to take a break, that kind of stuff, which totally reasonable. End of a very long year in terms of travel as opposed to any other year that they've ever had uh, this heroic team because onliners um, config, definitely an interesting choice. Yeah. Um, Look, he should like, if there is a team he should pop off on, it's heroic. Like, can you imagine Cadian talks to config? He's like, right. Our system. Anytime there is a five second break on CT side, we get aggressive. And Config's face just lights up. It's like, what? I get to just like walk through a main. Yeah, yeah. Just bring a just bring a teammate with you. This is amazing. No more like blame F sitting in a corner telling me not to push. So like, Cadian says, I get to push. This is amazing. Like he should he actually should do well on this team. Yeah, and especially but, if he takes Stown's roles. I mean, like he should yeah. he should he's set up for success on this team. If some team is thinking about config and says, okay, we can deal with the out of the server shit, but he kind of looked dog water on Astralis. This is the chance to prove it. I hope he does. And I hope there's meaningful, uh, outside of the server improvements for teams to, uh, Look, to it should be, it should be significantly harder to get drunk in Abu Dhabi. You know what? That's a good point. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, you know what? That's why they are okay with config. There's the, there's no real yeah. way for him to get to a club and get drunk. Yeah. He gets to a club, he just can't get drunk there. It, it is strange, though, that this is, like, Blast World Final, like, the big fucking, the big deal, and Heroic are like, oh, yeah, we'd already planned to have our best player, like, take a break here. Well, yeah, I, it's like, why don't you just let him have a break during the qualifier for this? Were and, they not, were they not, like, did they maybe think that he they weren't going to get here? 
And well, they, it, it, said, either they don't think Blast is like worth it, which um, debatable. Which, but okay, yeah, it's probably a, probably a really bad idea. They didn't think they were going to get there, or they're lying, and this wasn't pre-planned. Now, I choose option B or C, but it could I go between either of them. I think it's C. I think it wasn't pre-planned, but they probably had some idea that Stout might need a break at some point because he's had a lot of... There was that whole thing um, like a year ago or so, you know, it came out. I can't can't remember the exact situation. I don't want to speculate, but it was like really sad for him. Like he lost somebody close to him. Um, And I don't think he's he's barely had a break since then. And I imagine like it will take its toll on him. So I imagine they probably thought it was going to happen at some point, but I don't think they pre-planned to avoid like the, bi- grand, the second like, biggest event of the final. year. Yeah. Yeah. That's worth like an insane amount of money. Yeah. I just don't, I don't believe that. So either they didn't think they were going to get there or I, or, or they're, they're lying. I choose to believe they didn't think they were going to get there. I think that's the super naive, like underdog story thing, but I don't think that's possible though. <laughs> It's, it's it's they're one of the best teams in the world. They should have realized. You'd think. Okay, well, maybe maybe some investigative journalist will come out and tell us that we're uh, we're we're right in our speculation. I, I I don't think I don't think it matters. Like if they are lying, I I don't think it's worth knowing that they're lying. Like I don't think it's worth like prying into it to figure out why he's missing or anything because it doesn't fucking matter. But it's just like. I think they're probably lying, but so they they should lie. Like they should lie to protect his privacy. Like this is a good, good reason to lie, esports teams. Thank you. Yeah. Please follow this. Look, PR is fifty percent. It's like is it's fifty percent about telling the truth in a positive way, and fifty percent about lying in a believable way. That's what PR is. Insert the NBC. You, the more you know. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Um. We'll leave. The, we'll leave the big news for the last bit. Um, Hunden, famed uh, cipher cam enjoyer, uh, has been unbanned by Isik. Now note that unbanned by Isik does not mean he's actually unbanned. Um, Twitter had a very big field day with the "Oh, Hunden's unbanned. He can go," but Gary's still banned. And Twitter yeah. had a very big field day with this. But we need to. We need to talk about logistics here for a minute. Because you are unbanned by ESIC does not mean that any event will actually unban you. Yeah. Um, ESL, Blast, etc., they all are advised by ESIC, but ESIC does not have any actual authority to ban people. They can advise for a ban from places. Now, Hunden, still banned by Valve. Let's make that very clear. Off the rip. Yeah. He is still banned by Valve. That's where Gary... Gary's thing comes in. Gary is still banned by Valve, even though his over he was overturned by ESIC, meaning ESL and Blast agreed with ESIC here and overturned it, I believe. Um, yeah, Hunden, so. uh, he he, sorry, Gary can still not can still not participate in a major because it's a Valve tournament. I believe the same rules will apply to Hunden. I don't know if ESL and Blast will actually follow an unban Hunden because I've. Of- don't think they will. I don't think they will because of PR nightmare if they do. But this is not as big of a story as everyone thinks it is because ESIC doesn't actually control shit. Yeah. Uh, we've said this many times before. They're an advising advisory board. 
that can advise tournaments about cheating and integrity, but they do not have any power themselves. Yeah. So, you know, there's that story today about the Russian prisoner who's been released in exchange yes, Br- for... Brittany Griner and, tennis. and the... Was it a tennis player? No, WNBA. Uh, WNBA. Brittany, yeah. Brittany Griner was released for the uh, Merchant of Death. Yeah. All I'm saying is, I got ba- I got unbanned on Twitter, and less than a week later, Hunden got unbanned. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Just saying. Like, sometimes you have to make compromises. <laughs> So, so you were no, I mean, like he shouldn't be like he obviously shouldn't be a band, should he? Like he, he shouldn't be allowed to play the game. Like he should be vac banned by Valve. He yeah. shouldn't be allowed to be in the server. He should be he should be told to fuck off. Like, just like get rid of him. Like nobody wants him here. Fuck like off. We, like in in Gary's situation. Now I'm speaking off my head. So whether all of my facts are right or not, it's a very debatable statement. But I'm pretty sure they are. Gary was overturned by Isik because it was found out that he had no fucking clue that he was actually doing the cipher cam shit. I believe so, yeah. Like, it, it, like he did it, but like... Hunden was deliberate. Hunden was deliberately doing it. Yeah. So, like, if Gary's not getting unpanned, there's no fucking shot Hunden's getting unpanned. Like, yeah. if you're telling me this guy did it by accident and then this guy purposely did it and used it to his advantage, no shot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's... uh. Just fucking, just get rid of him. Like, I, I don't even want to hear, that, oh, he's unbanned, but technically he's still bad. I don't give a shit. Just don't unban him at all. Get rid of him. I don't want to hear about Hunden anymore. Fuck off. Again, Go away. Go ruin we, somebody else's game. We've been doing this podcast for almost two full years, and our first thing was about Hunden, and we're still fucking talking yes. about it two full <laughs> years later. Connie, go and ruin Valorant instead. Fuck off. Go he, away. He would be accepted in Valorant. How many Batman <laughs> people are in Valorant? <laughs> he wouldn't. Even they'd think he was a piece of shit. <laughs> Fuck off, man. No, they, like, I'm so bored of Hunden. Just go away. He'd be great now. Cypher just got buffed. He already knows how to use the camera. Um, <laughs> all right. Last big, last bit of news, which is kind of bigger. Um, there's a rumor. No, this is very much not confirmed, but... It's a rumor that we started hearing last week. We covered very quickly last week, and then it kind of blossomed. Uh, Cloud9 is looking to do a minus inters. And in that time, they are currently trialing Forrester, Sanji, and Buster as possible candidates. We talked about last week as um, that Cloud9 may be doing minus Hobbit. Yeah. um, Because of these are rumors that we heard about hobbit to navi so let's talk about inters on its own and then we'll talk about inters as it relates to possible minus hobbit um this is definitely a move it's one of the moves of all time uh (laughs) inters look replacing inters like for like makes no sense whatsoever if you think swapping inters out for sanji is what fixes the team we're thinking we look at the game very differently i'm afraid like I'm not a I'm not as big a fan of Inters as it's as seemingly everyone else on the internet is. I think he's kind of bad, and I think he's a support player because he's bad, not a support player because he's good at being a support player. That said, replacing him for Sanji doesn't do anything because he's still going to be a like, support player. Like, he's still he going to like not be fragging. Like yeah. all you've done is just sort of you've just changed the support player. They're still. Then it's not going to make any. It's not going to make that much difference at all. Like I said earlier, the guy who's considered the best support player is just the support player on the best team. There's, like 
it doesn't actually require that insane a skill set. Like most pro players could probably do it with like a couple months training. Yeah. So, so the only move out of these three that I think could potentially improve Cloud9 is Forrester. Yeah. Because I, I, Forrester's really good. And that might actually make a difference. But that's it. Like yeah. uh, the that that's your only that's the only move like in in my head i was gonna say the same thing that 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 makes sense for that the only reason the only way you get some so we we have been on this team for a while that they were lacking a little bit in firepower that shiro yeah. was not the the russian simple that that we were promised he's a good opera like let's be clear yeah. he's he's a good opera but he's not he's the, very good at the major to be fair he, he hasn't been able to consistently show the superstar level that we kind of wanted to see him show maybe i think that's a little harsh i think axiles are much bigger but my point is is axile and shiro right and then hobbit is a good player but he's not he's not going to be the one that that's going to push you through a game he's he's going he's a clutch player i'll say that he's he's very good when it when when shit matters he he often pops up. he is mr consistent he will be he he will get you 15 frags a game every single game I don't know. Like he has games where he gets thirty, and it's oh. usually important ones. Like well, he he does drop important I true. I truly believe that every player has the ability to pop off once in a while. I'm just saying consistently. Yeah, he always does, he always does it when it matters. That's the difference. He does it when it matters. Hobbit does. He's clutch. I yes. He's he's Damian Lillard. <laughs> it's daytime Play, playoff Damian Lillard. He's, he's, um, he is. But they they still somehow lack firepower on this team. We have. I believe we've talked about this before. Um, because Nafni sucks on land. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's why. That really is why. Online, Nafni looked like the best in-game leader in the world. So, but on land, he, he, he just doesn't frack. They, they just literally need someone who can who can press mouse one and convert yeah. that. It's just right. what, that's why I think Forrester makes sense. Because you just move Nafni to a non-fragging position. Like You just stop him ever playing in a role where he actually has to do anything. Give him into dog shit roles. Put Forrester in more aggressive roles, or even Axile in more aggressive roles, and let Forrester play in Axile's positions. Like, or, I mean, you could move Hobbit to Inter's roles, but that seems like a waste as well. Um, but, like, we've seen uh, people like to say that swapping a support player for firepower doesn't work, but we've seen it's... enough times now where it actually has. I mean, VP got rid of Sanji, game, like, picked up Flit. Okay, they added Fame and Norba afterwards, but, like, you you see that not having a support player kind of helped them. I, I guess you could argue Kika became that, but like they just moved the star to to support and it worked fine. Yeah, you, you I don't need a bad player to play support. This is this is one of those that I just I feel like makes sense. And if it doesn't work, at, at, like your worst case scenario here is you are exactly as good as you currently are. I mean, there is a there is a world where they get worse, but I don't think that matters. I don't like, think you actually ha- you have to aim to be the best. So you might as well take yeah. a fucking risk. I don't think because you're the, not going to win anything with this lineup. I don't think you'll be measurably worse. I think is my big thing. Is I yeah. I don't think I don't think switching like Cloud Nine what is ranked? They're ranked number eight in the world, right? Right now, um, let's say that they're a top ten team, right? I don't think that switching inters and and, and bringing Farster in takes you out of top ten. I, I I don't think that it brings you down. I think it has the position to bring you to a top five consistently. Yeah, but I don't think that it takes you out of the top ten. And I think that's the that's kind of has to be your mindset when you're yeah. when you're doing a move like this. Is 
what's my risk? Well, my risk is we will be in roughly the same place we're in right now. My I, reward yeah, is even if they get worse, it's like we took a risk and it didn't work. But that's yeah. better than it's better than being happy with being eighth. It's better than being happy with going out in quarterfinals. Like I mean, this I, been... I don't really rate Inters, so I I, like, I I welcome any kind of change. This team, this core has been together for. I mean, with, with Supra, it's been since what is it? Naphne Inters and Shiro have been together since 2019, end of 2019, pre-pandemic. This roster, yeah, this full roster with Supra without without Hobbit is September 2019. We 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 are kind of at a point where you need to make a move because you've hit a ceiling. Yeah, there's. It, there's no if and or buts at this. This is just like ceiling has been hit, and that's okay. I agree. I agree with you. Yeah, like they they, they need to do something, and yeah, this might not be the most popular move, but who gives a shit if it's popular if it wins? Just try like, it. Like you just try something. The I mean, the other option is replace Naphne. <coughs> Sorry, replace Naphne with Jerry who? or Boomich. But Jerry's going in RV. <laughs> wow, get Boomich then. But or like, electronic. You look at it, it's just three years together, this roster has gotten better, but for the last year and a half, they have been stagnant. They've plateaued, yeah. And if you're not going to continue to prove, improve, and you you can't say, oh, this team is new or anything like that. Those those arguments don't exist for this. You can't say, oh, we need to give them a little more time. They've had three years. Yeah. This is the time to make a change. Yeah, I agree. So, uh, I think that's going to do it for us this week, unless something came out while we were... Uh, recording which is always possible oh yeah oh yeah invictus gaming announced a roster <laughs> oh yeah with face crack on it right face crack two israelis and a iranian I, i'm pretty iraqi. sure pretty sure four of those players is bibu isn't it the iraqi, iraqi yes. player yes i'm uh, pretty, pretty sure, sure four of those players were on uh gigi how yeah um gigi how international gaming they actually had two rosters one of them was a uh, local one um, i'm very excited about the Asian this Arma. I'm very excited about this uh, this roster, solely because I really like IG's branding. Yeah, it's quite cool. That's it. That that's my only like. This roster will be mediocre. I in Asia. I just like watching Face Crack because he's one of the dumbest I mean, players you, I've ever seen. That too. I mean, I don't have an issue with it. I just I really like IG's branding, <laughs> yeah. like cool jerseys and stuff. Like I, I don't have an issue supporting this team for for an Asian Asian CS team. It's just. It's cool. It's not really an agency. I mean, it kind of is, but it's not what people think of when they think Correct. of an agency. Yes, yes, right. But they play in the Asia Minor or Asia yeah. or whatever it's called today. Like Russia's like kind of Europe. It's kind of Europe, kind of Asia. I mean, if they're in like Israel's kind of Europe, kind what, of Asia. Where is it? Oh, that that's a different city than I thought it was. If they're like in Vladivostok, which is super far east, yeah, sure. Then like, yeah, okay, that's Asia. But you guess our knowledge coming in coming in handy here today. No, like most of Russia is in Asia, but, but certainly it's, Western it's most, Russia is most of populated Russia is in Asia, is in Europe. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it is like I'm fine with calling Russia Asia, but like that plus Israel, like, you know, this is kind of in a middle ground between Europe and Asia. And if you were any good, you could probably play in the Europe at Aramas, but but shh, don't worry about it. <laughs> Yeah. They're they're playing in Asian armor, and that's that's okay. Um, Iraq, I would definitely consider part of Asia, though. So yeah, that's they, fine. they got that bit. It's always so. it's always fun to see like new nations as well. Like I'm yeah. always, I'm always I mean, kind this... of excited when I see a player from a nation doesn't really have like 
ha- have a good team yet. I mean, to be fair, Russia obviously has good teams, but I we can pick one or two players out from Israel. Yeah, like well, there's quite a few good players from Israel, the, the, but the, that has not been the case for the last before the yeah, last yeah. year. Yeah, it's, it's it's very it's, much developing. So yeah. I'm happy to see more Israeli players yeah, here yeah. because we've seen that they actually produce very good players. I, I'm told it's Mes Tower. Right? I'm told he's very good. I I've already closed. This. <laughs> I believe I believe it's Mes Talon Blue Phoenix, if I remember rightly. That doesn't sound right. It's okay. Uh, Moore and Mestal. Okay, so it is Mistal, but I don't know who the other guy is. More with two E's and all caps. Important for that bit. Oh, like Mori. Oh, I guess so. I don't know. Yeah, I'm, okay, I'm American. I can't read. I, I, um, I think Mistal's meant to be pretty decent, but I've not watched him play. All right. We are going to get done for the day, though, because Elliot can't talk for very long because of coughing. Yeah, I, I'm very <laughs> ill. <laughs> this is the um, best I've been in days. I've been very ill. <laughs> Yeah, and I have to get back to work for the day. So we will see you all next week. Make sure to follow us on Twitter at RetailDR, at LoganRamHep, and at AZESC. Uh, you can find us again next week. We should be early next week because we were late this week, but also because of other shit. So hopefully we'll karmic uh, injustice of being late and early will balance each other out. Um, but until then, <laughs> until then. Yeah, really bad karma being late on your podcast. Hey. You don't know about you don't know how karma's gonna affect us, man. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> Until then though, uh we'll see you again next week. Top up blast. Bye.